Pathological by Vincent Zandri, narrated by Aaron Tucker. Chapter 1 Call me Parasite. Call my father-in-law the necessary evil, or just plain call him ugly. But please allow me to correct myself. Ugly is not my father-in-law yet, but if all goes according to plan, he will be dead by sundown tomorrow evening. Also, he's not really all that ugly, and I'm not sure about the evil part either. He's only ugly and evil when he's angry, and right now, he's fucking seething, if you'll excuse the French. As I pry open the little black box to reveal the two-and-a-half-carat diamond engagement ring, I can't help but notice the old man's bushy salt-and-pepper brows rise up in alarm. Brows so bushy and untamed that the ends rise up in definite points an inch or more beyond the east and west landscape of its forehead, making him look a lot like a comic strip devil. Jagged blue veins pop out of a pale, hairless scalp. His Adam's apple bobs up and down like a pissed-off turkey facing the hatchet. Not that a turkey knows it's alive in the first place, but I could be wrong about this. I'd like permission to marry your lovely daughter, I smile. Over my dead body, shouts the convertible sofa-bed king inside the wood-paneled study of his country mansion. Exactly, I think, over your dead body. Here's what I do in the angry, ugly face of rejection. I bite down hard on my bottom lip, shift my gaze to the fire roaring in a fireplace large enough for a full-grown man to stand inside. There, proudly displayed on the railroad cross-tie mantle above it, the gold-framed family portrait captured in vivid oils. The old man, seated in between his wife, now deceased, on one side, and his beautiful golden-haired daughter on the other, my future matrimonial prospect. Lowering my head as if in deep disappointment, I peer into a flawless diamond that brilliantly reflects the light from the flames. The piece, which is set in a white platinum band, set me back twenty-five large at a Hasidic counter in NYC's Diamond District. The custom-tailored double-breasted jacket I wear over matching pleated linen trousers went for another nine hundred. The black patent leather Gucci loafers with true gold tassels cost six hundred and change. Only moments ago, I pulled into the Westchester estate, not in the beat-up Chevy pickup I drove a half a dozen years ago, but an automobile more deserving of my newfound financial and social status, a black ZX-3 BMW convertible, which I parked inside the front cobblestone turnaround. Are you sure you won't extend your blessing? I plead one last time. You don't love my daughter, Devil Brow spits. You love her money. He's got devil eyebrows, but he's not stupid. I close up the black box. I shove it inside the right-hand pocket of my jacket. When Devil Brows insists I leave before he calls in the police, it's all I can do to squelch my laughter. With a slight nod of my head, I begin to take my leave. On the outside, I say, I can let myself out. On the inside, I say, Mission accomplished. Don't let the door slap you on the ass, Devil Brows barks. Maybe he has no way of knowing it, but I'm not through with him yet.